0: Welcome to our women's meeting. There are a group of women here and men that are endeavoring to walk in the power of God, in the kingdom of God. And we know that the kingdom is power. And we are endeavoring, giving our best, walking in our faith, fighting the good fight of faith, walking in this gospel. Now, let's begin with prayer. My heavenly Father, my heavenly Father, I give thanks. I give thanks. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Open our ears that we can hear. And Father, turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto you. Father, I thank you because you are, you want sons and daughters. Father, and I ask for a spirit of grace on this meeting, a spirit of grace. I ask for this spirit of grace. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. We've been talking about how Jesus did it that. And, and we've been talking about walking the way that Jesus walked. If you will go with me, to First John 2, again, or First uh, John 1, 2. And I'm going to see if this works, and if it doesn't, then we will, it worked just fine last night, but it doesn't want to work today. So I don't know what I did. But uh, let's go here. We're going to go to First uh, 1 John 1, uh, 1, 6. It says, he that saith, he abideth in him, ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Let's take a look at that again. We're going to take a look at what Jesus requires of us. It says, He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Now, I want us to take a look at the other side of that verse. The other side. I hope you're looking at it. Because if that's true, then all of us have to be able to walk like Jesus. All of us do. We have to have the ability to walk like Jesus. And and for that, God's got to help us. If if Jesus, if we're to walk as he walked, then the weakest of us, the weakest, has to be able to walk like Jesus walked, or he would be unjust. If he commands us to walk like he walked, then all of us, every one of us, from the least to the greatest, has to be able to walk like he walked. Now I wanna show us a verse here next because we're gonna to talk today about how Jesus walked. And if you will go with me to Hebrews 2, and I'm gonna I'm going to put it up here on the NIV because the NIV has a wonderful way of saying this. And it's verse 17 of Hebrews 2. For this reason, Jesus had to be made like man. He talks about uh, Jesus becoming a seed of Abraham. And look at this. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way. Do you see that? Fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful priest in service to God. He might make atonement for the sins of the people. Perfectly human in every way. Well, if he's perfectly human in every way, then there's then we can be then we can walk like he did. Think about that. He was perfectly human in every way. So if he requires us to walk like he did, then the weakest of us, the lowliest of us has to be able to walk like he did. We've got to have that same ability or he'd be unjust. We cannot say. We cannot say, well, I can't do it. If Jesus was fully human, like us, and if Jesus became like us, then we have the ability to walk like he did. Now, how did he do that? Well, let's take a look at John uh, John 5, and we're going to go to 519. I'm going to begin in verse 17. It says, but Jesus answered him, my father worketh hitherto, and I work. Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he had not only broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. But look at the next verse. Look at Jesus's answer. Look at Jesus's answer. He said, then answered Jesus and said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. The son can do nothing of himself. Do you see those words? Some of you have never seen these words before. God is opening your eyes. We have to walk like Jesus, then we have to, then he's got to be like us, just like we have to be like him. It says the son can do nothing of himself. We have talked about these and this in the previous week. Jesus had no godly powers when he was on earth. He had no godly powers. Philippians 2 said he emptied himself of all his godly abilities and became a man like us like we just read, perfectly human in every way. Every way. Jesus walked as a man. He had hunger, he had, he had to have sleep. He, he had emotions, he had feelings that he had to overcome. He had physical deal, things that he had to deal with. He had to go to the bathroom. He had exhaustion he dealt with. He had all these things just like us. He didn't have those as a God. You know, God's don't, it, it, it says God never sleeps. A God never sleeps. Well, Jesus slept, slept in a boat. It says, it doesn't, it does, it says that, that Jesus ate, that he was hungry. And then it talks about him being weary in his journey. A God was never weary. Gods aren't weary. Gods don't feel pain. And the most important thing about Jesus being a man is that God can't die. And Jesus had to die. For him to be our sacrifice, for him to be our substitute on that tree, he had to be exactly like us. He had to be exactly like Adam. He had to fix. But Adam messed up. And to do that, he had to die, and he had to walk like we did. So Jesus goes here, Verily, verily I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. Do you see that? But what he seeth the Father do, and what things soever he doeth, the Father doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. Well, what does it mean what he seeth the Father do? What does it mean that Jesus can't do anything of himself? We know he had no godly abilities, but he sees what the father does. How does he see what the father does? Well, if you will go with me, um, let's, let's go to the next one. Let's keep in line here. Let's go to 530. John 5, 530. It says, I can in my own self do nothing. Jesus again says this. He says it about four times in the book of John. I can in my own self do nothing. Nothing. You know, we can't either. We can't heal a flea. We can't lay hands on any animal or any person and they become healed. We can't. We can't. We as humans in our flesh can't do anything and Jesus couldn't either he says it right here he says i can of my own self do nothing as i hear so now he's talking about hearing as i hear i judge and my judgment is just because i seek not my own will but the will of the father which has sent me so now he does what the father does he sees what the father sees and he hears what the father says he Can do nothing. Let's go to the next verse. And Jesus said in verse 28 of of John of John eight, He said, Then Jesus said unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know I am He, and that I do nothing of myself. I do nothing of myself." Oh, when we realize that Jesus did not have any godly abilities, that he was fully human in every way, every way, every emotion, every temptation, every desire, everything, totally human in every way. He said, I can do nothing in myself. But as my father has taught me, I speak these things. So now the father teaches him. We know that he does only what he sees the fathers do. That he speaks only what the father speaks. That he, that he hears only what the father says. How does he do that? Because we have to do that. Remember, if we, are, if we say that we walk like Jesus, we got to do it just like he did. Well, how did he do it? He tells us, if we will go, to Luke 4, 16. I'm going to to begin in 16. And Jesus came to Nazareth, where he was been brought up. And his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. So he's been doing this since he was a youth. But now he has spent 40 days in the wilderness. We We covered that last week. 40 days in the wilderness, learning how to walk in the Spirit of God. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. He didn't close his eyes and find a place and start reading. No, he looked for this particular verse and look at this verse. And this tells you how Jesus did it. It tells you how we're supposed to do it. The Spirit of the Lord, verse 18, is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God, is upon me. Isn't that amazing? man that has no godly ability. A man that is perfectly human in every way. Can't do a single miracle. And he says, After the 40 days in the wilderness, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. How does Jesus do that? That first phrase, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's how Jesus did it. The Spirit of God, through him, did the works. The Spirit of God showed Jesus what to do, and Jesus did it. The Spirit of God spoke to Jesus the words that Jesus was to say, and he said it. The Spirit of God talked to Jesus, and Jesus listened. That's how Jesus walked on the earth. You know what? That's how you and I are supposed to walk. That's how you and I are to walk, the Spirit of the Lord. Is upon me. We have the the gracious gift, the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said it's a gift. And when we are baptized in that Holy Ghost, the same way Jesus was led is the same way we will be led. Same spirit. We have Jesus in us when we're born again. And when that Holy Ghost comes on us, when that Holy Ghost comes in us, baptized in the Holy Ghost. When that Holy Ghost is in us, he leads us exactly the same way that Jesus was led. Let's take a look at some examples. I want us to go to, let's go to, uh, let's go to Matthew 12, 28. I'm putting these up because I want you to see them. Matthew 28, Jesus said, um, there, this is when he meets the Pharisees, and the Pharisees say that he casts out devil, but the cast out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. But Jesus answers them. He says in verse 26, if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then shall his kingdom stand? And if I by Beelzebub, and that is Satan, cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But look at this next verse. This is an example of Jesus walking in that spirit. But if I cast out devils, how? By his own ability? By his own ability? No. He tells you right here. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. You see how Jesus cast out devils? He cast them out by the spirit of God. There's another verse, I believe it's Mark, that says the finger of God. Same wording, just uses finger instead of spirit. Jesus cast out devils by the spirit of God. How do you and I cast them out? We walk like Jesus by the spirit of God. By the spirit of God. A person in the flesh can do nothing. A person in the flesh can't cast out the devil. A person in the flesh, the devil will chew up. But if the spirit of God is in you and the spirit of Jesus is in you, you can cast out devils. You can cast out devils just like Jesus did. Jesus said, if you say you abide in Jesus, then you have to walk like he walked. And Jesus said, we have to take up our cross daily and walk with him, walk just like him. That's how we cast out devils. Let's take a look at another one, Luke five seventeen. I remember the day that God showed me this. All right, verse 17, Luke 5. And it came to pass on a certain day that he was teaching. And there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which will come out of every town of Galilee and Judah and Jerusalem. So we've got the Pharisees and we've got the doctors of the law sitting there. But look at this next part. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord was there to heal them. When I saw that verse and God showed it to me, I realized there were times when the power of the Lord was not there to heal. And if the power of the Lord was not present to heal, Jesus couldn't heal. Why? Because he only did what the Father did. And the works of the Father were done through the Spirit, if I, by the Spirit of God. If that power was not there to heal, nobody got healed. How do we walk? We walk the same way. We listen, we watch, what the Spirit of God tells us to do. And we follow it just like Jesus did. And it's interesting, this goes on. And the power of the Lord was present to heal. So Jesus knew he was going to be healing. Why? Because he could hear the spirit talking. He could feel the spirit moving. Oh, it is such a joy. It is such a blessing. There is nothing like walking in the spirit. There is nothing like being guided and spoken to by the Spirit. He tells you what to do, when to do, and how to do it. All you do is follow him. He tells you what to say, and all you do is open your mouth and speak his words. He tells you when to lay your hands on, and you lay your hands on, and you watch the Spirit of God work. It's not us working. It's the Spirit of God in us, that's working and that's what jesus knew he could have his own self do nothing but the spirit of god worked through him he was the vessel just like we are and the more jesus that we have in us and the less flesh we have in us and the more spirit we have in us the more we do the works like jesus did amen and it says, and behold, men brought in a bed, a man which was taken of a palsy, and they sought by means to bring him in and lay him before him. Now, Jesus is walking by the spirit. He's listening to what the spirit tells him. It says, and when they could find, uh, not find, by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon a housetop and they let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto them, and look, he only speaks what the father says. He said, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Now, who would think bringing this guy all this way, that the first thing Jesus is going to say is thy sins are forgiven thee. Well, why did he say that? Because Jesus is walking by the spirit of God. And the spirit of God speaks out of Jesus' mouth. He said, thy sins are forgiven thee. Do you know that the spirit of God knows exactly what you need? Do you know that when we are moving in the spirit of God and when the spirit of God is on us, he knows exactly what we need. And the beautiful thing is he knows how to get us there and he knows what he's after. I have had many times when I'm praying for somebody in the spirit of God, he will show me exactly what he's after. He may show it to me in a, in a, a vision in my spirit. He may speak the words, but he tells me exactly what he is after. And all I have to do is do what he tells me. We don't have to be concerned and worry that we won't do it right. We don't have to be concerned that we're not in the right place. We don't have to be concerned that we're not saying the right thing when we walk in the spirit. It's all laid out before you. All you do is ride the tide. Amen. Now, we'll go on. And when he saw this face, he said, It's faith. He said unto the man, Son, man, thy sins be forgiven thee. And the scribes and Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, stop. How did Jesus perceive their thoughts? You can't say, well, he's Jesus. Because Jesus said, I can do nothing of myself. And it says he was fully human in every way. Well, humans can't read minds. Humans cannot read minds, or the devil can, sometimes. But how did Jesus do this? He perceived their thoughts. It was the spirit of God he was walking in. The spirit of God made open to him what they were thinking. I've had the spirit of God do that to me. I've had the spirit of God. I have heard, I would hear the voice of the person saying it. And they would be standing a little way off. God was after something and I heard what they were saying in their hearts it was amazing I turned around because I thought they were talking out loud and they weren't but God got what he needed God got what he needed now it says um it goes on he perceived their thoughts and answered them and said why reason you in your hearts you see what he was after Whether it's easy to say that sins be forgiven thee or to say, rise up and walk, but that you may know that the son of man, the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, do you see why he said it? Do you see why he said your sins are forgiven thee? He says it right here, that you may know the son of man has power upon earth to forgive sins. I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go into thine house. Jesus speaking the words of the Spirit. And immediately the man rose up before them, and took up where he lay, and departed to his own house. Look at that glorifying God. And all were amazed. And they glorified God. You see that. Who got the glory? Who got the glory? God got the glory. It said they glorified God. They glorified God. Why? Because it was his spirit that did it. They glorified God and were filled with fear, saying we've seen strange things today. Now, I want us to go to one of my favorite verses that, that lays this out so well. Let's see, where'd you go? 2 Corinthians, there it is. 2 Corinthians 13. Now I'm gonna, I'm going to read verse four. And the first time I heard, heard this word, I remember I can tell you exactly what was going on. I was listening to a song that I I always enjoyed and it was El Shaddai. It was done back in the 80s, early 80s. And in one of the verses, I was singing right along with it because I was depressed, oppressed. And God said, go sing this song. So I turned it on on the radio or I think I had it on a tape and I was singing with it. And the the last verse says something about um, being in weakness. In weakness. Oh, I, I think it was... It, in weakness, your greatest work was done or something to that effect. And I, I stopped and said, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that Jesus was weak. And I went to a concordance. And sure enough, there it was. The Spirit of God was trying to show me something. Trying to speak to me, teach me. Second Corinthians 13, verse four though Jesus was crucified through weakness, through weakness, do you see that word? Though Jesus was crucified through weakness, do you know that it was just a man that they put up on that cross? Oh, he had the spirit of Jesus. He had his spirit, he had the spirit that came down from heaven, but he didn't bring any of that godly power with him, he couldn't, he had to be fully human, and he had to die, and the only way to die is to be human, is to be like us, and to be like us being put on the cross, you are weak he had our weakness he had our inabilities it says though he was crucified through weakness that was a man on that cross that was a man on that cross because he had to fix what adam messed up he had to go as a man and said yet he liveth by the power of god Though he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the power of God. It was God that raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus couldn't. Jesus was a man. He did not have that ability. But you know what Jesus had? He had his spirit. He had his spirit. And he had faith. He had faith. When he went to that cross, it says he knew, he knew what was coming. It says, he, it, and, it, and it says he despised the cross and he looked, he looked to what was coming after. He looked toward the resurrection. He looked to being raised from the dead. He didn't look, he didn't consider the shame and the cross and the crucifixion, and the pain. He didn't look at that. He didn't look at the torture. He kept his eyes on the joy that was set before him. You know what that is? That's faith. That's faith. He knew he was coming out. And he knew he was headed for hell. But he knew that in three days, three days, he was coming out of that grave. And he was bringing a whole host with him. said, yet he liveth by the power of God. In the next part of this verse, for we also are weak in him. We also are weak. You can never use your weakness as an excuse anymore. You can never say, I am not able to do this, because you are. You can never say, I am too weak, Jesus was weak. It was the power of God that kept him. It was the power of God that raised him from the dead. It was the power of God that guided him on this earth. For we also are weak in him. But we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. How do we live? How do we live? We live by the power of God. It even says that in Acts. We live. And move and breathe in him. We move about in his spirit. You cannot get away from the spirit of God. Did you know that? There is no place that you can escape the spirit of God. No place. If I ascend unto heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. Even there, my the hand will lead me. You cannot get away from the Spirit of God. So you live and move in God, whether you like it or not. But there was a crucifixion, there was a sacrifice made on your behalf, and He came from heaven, Jesus, and became a man just like you. I remember a conversation that someone I knew had with God. And they were considering these words when they were being taught. And they were listening to Dole. He was teaching them at the time. And he said to himself, he said, I, I so Jesus was a man just like Dole. And you know what the Spirit of God said? No. He was a man just like you. He was a man just like you. Jesus was a man just like you. Just like me. Just like me. From the weakest to the strongest. From the greatest to the least. He was just like us. Fully human. That's why we can walk in him. That's why we need to be born again. We need that spirit of his in us. And he will lead us and guide us. He's the good shepherd. And then we need baptized in the Holy Ghost. So we can do it like Jesus did. So we can do it like Jesus did. If you say that you can do the works of Jesus without getting baptized in the Holy Ghost, then you're saying you're greater than Jesus. Then you are saying you are greater than Jesus. If you think you can do all the power, all the things that Jesus did on earth, and yet not be baptized in the Holy Ghost, then you are saying that you are greater than Jesus. Because Jesus said, for righteousness sake, he had to be baptized in water, and he had to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Um, I'm going to ask again, like I did last week. I'm going to ask if anyone needs prayer, if you will put up your hand and we're going to pray. I believe God wants to deliver some people today. So I'm going to go here. Yes, we have a group. Amen. And if you don't put your hand up. I want you to join me. And even if you did, I want you to join your faith with mine. You know, it, it, Paul says the mutual faith comforts us both. And how many times, how many times did Jesus go to pray for somebody and, and he saw their faith? You know, I, I was at Peter, um, Peter was speaking, no, it was, it was Paul one time. He was speaking one time to a crowd and he saw a man there that was lame. And he said, he perceived that he had faith to be healed. He perceived, now how did he do that? The Holy Ghost in him said, that man's got the faith to be healed. And what did Paul do? He prayed, shouted, and the man leaped to his feet. Use your faith. Come, believing that Jesus is gonna meet us together and, and supply your need. You know, he is able. He is able. He is able. That power that he has and that Holy Ghost in us is able to do all things. Nothing is impossible with God. Let's pray. Father, I give thanks. I give thanks. Father, I thank you. I give thanks. Father, I thank you. I give thanks. I give thanks. I give thanks. The sacrifice was made for us. I give thanks. I give thanks, Father. The sacrifice was made for us. I give thanks. I give thanks. That sacrifice was made for us. I give thanks. Father, I thank you that you have received it. Father, I thank you that you have been satisfied. Father, I thank you that you have received the blood of Jesus. I thank you. I thank you now. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you now for the power that raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you for the spirit of God now, setting your people free. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, setting your people free. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you. I. Thank you Father, I thank you I break the power of witchcraft Right now over these In Jesus name Father, I break the power Of witchcraft 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 Father, I break the power of witchcraft. Father, I break the power of witchcraft. I break that devil of horoscopes now in Jesus' name. I break that power of horoscopes now in Jesus' name. I break that power over them in Jesus' name. I break the power of horoscopes now in the name of Jesus. That's what the sacrifice was for. I break that power of horoscopes over that person in Jesus' name. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power. And I break every curse that went with it, seeking other God. I break that curse. I break every curse that comes with that. Father, I break the spirit of the occult. Father, everyone that sought the devil instead of seeking you, I break that power of the occult now in Jesus' name. I break that power in Jesus' name. That's what the blood was for. Father, I break that occult in Jesus' name. I break the power of the occult in the name of Jesus. I break the power of the occult in Jesus' name. I break your power, devil, I break your power. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power in the name of Jesus. I break this power. I break the power of the occult in the name of Jesus. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power. I break your power in Jesus' name. I break The power of divination in the name of Jesus. I break the power of divination in the name of Jesus. I break your power in Jesus' name. I break that divining spirit. I break your power in Jesus' name. I break your power. 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 I break your power in Jesus' name. I break this divination. I break your power in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I break your power. Amen. Amen, amen. I break this power in the name of Jesus. I break this power in the name of Jesus. Break the power of witchcraft. I break its lies in Jesus' name. I break the lies of the devil. I break this witchcraft. I break this witchcraft in Jesus' name. Father, I give thanks. I give thanks. I give thanks in Jesus' name. I give thanks in Jesus' name. I give thanks in Jesus' name. I give thanks. I break that spirit. I break that spirit, I break that spirit, I break that spirit, I break it, I break it, I break that spirit now wrapped around their waist. I break your power now in Jesus' name. I break your power. I break your power in Jesus' name. I break your power in Jesus' name. Name, I break your power. In Jesus' name, I break your power. In Jesus' name I break your power. In Jesus' name I break your power. I break your power. In Jesus' name I break your power. Amen. 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 Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your power. Thank you. You know what we need and you sent Jesus for it. Father, I thank you. You know what we need. And you sent Jesus for it. I get thanks. Father, I thank you for today. I thank you. I thank you what you've done. I get thanks. Send me a text, an email. Tell me how you did. Tell me if God ministered to you. And I will see you next week. Amen? Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.